Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by our patrons like Jordan Medina, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get patron-only bonus stories and content. Sign up today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. You've just crossed into a place where farts are funny. A place where not everything makes sense. There's the signpost up ahead. We're going around the corner. Look out for that guy that turned into a bat because you've just entered into that story show. Hey! This is that story show, people. I left her some guano. <laughs> hey, folks, this is episode. Uh, <laughs> just totally butchered that. Hey, podcast people, this is that story show where we're telling hilarious real life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode 358, brought to you the week of October 15th, 2020. I am your host. My name is James Kennison, and this is my first time podcasting. And my good friend is here. Hi, I'm John, and this is my also first time, I guess, <laughs> podcasting. My teeth itch. Why do your teeth itch? I just felt like, uh, you know, they itch. Oh. It's not something that usually happens, but maybe maybe for some people it does. I um, I, know, I, I used to eat apples, and it used to make my gums itch. Ooh, were you allergic to apples? I was for a time, but then it passed. It's like I ate enough of them, and I kind of got over it. Itchy so, gums. Yeah, I was kidding about the itchy teeth because I don't think it's possible for your teeth to itch. But uh, uh, itchy uh, gum sounds uncomfortable. Kind of talking about it kind of makes them itch. I don't know. It makes hmm. me my teeth like I'm a super aware that I have teeth all of a sudden. <laughs> you know my fear of of teeth is that they'll become porous all of a sudden and then they'll feel like Ugh. like you got bits of chalk in your mouth and oh, stuff. Okay, I can back that up uh with real life fear. Um my son <laughs> is going to the orthodontist and he has two molars that are just slowly mm. sinking down into his gums. Sinking? Yeah. Molars? Uh-huh. They have no support underneath and they're going down into his mo- into his gums. And eventually we'll be, you know, they're, they're going to, ch- they're going to stop this and stop it from happening. But if it hadn't been stopped, they would have eventually turned soft and been uh, absorbed by the body. Are you serious? I'm serious. Well, that's freaky. Yeah, I know. It's like oh. sick. It's pretty gross. Yeah. What's up with that guy? Uh, what's he doing with them molars? I know. And, and I've looked at them and they are lower than the rest of his teeth. Um, but they're going to fix it. They're going to fix it at the end of the month. And that's what we're oh. paying them for. And yeah, I guess so. And they're going to fix it right up and it won't be a problem. And then I won't have to have this itchy zippy feeling on the back of my neck <laughs> from talking about it. <laughs> you just have this really empty feeling in your wallet. Because uh, yeah, that, that too. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we always start mm-hmm. with an opening story and this one is, um, very childlike. But I like it, oh. and so I decided to, 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 to use it. Because if you get in the idea and the mind of a child, then you will understand how upsetting and epic this story is, even though it's so simple. 
It's called Dogs Are Dumb, and it comes to us from a little guy named Oscar. He says, right off the bat, I've been listening to that story show since I was seven years old. It's time for a story that you will tell your children and grandchildren. (laughs) When I was a boy, I had a dog, a horrible, terrible dog. One day, my dog ate a $5 bill. Go Team James, dogs are dumb. P.S. Love your podcast, never (laughs) stop. Oscar. <laughs> it's like a it's like a PSA mixed in with a uh by the way, my dog ate five dollars. It makes it makes dogs dumb. It, it it backs up what I'm saying all along. They're they're just really dumb. And I had a dog that uh one time he would eat anything and, and mm. chew up anything. And we had problems with finding toys that he wouldn't just immediately rip through. So we bought this Kong. It's a, it was a big black bulbous kind of toy and it, it was Kong? touted to be indestructible. Yeah. It was called a Kong okay. and, uh, and it was $10. I mean, that, that was a lot of money back when we were single. Well, I say single married, <laughs> married without children yeah. is the equivalent of being married and single, um, <laughs> I guess in my brain. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we gave this dog this Kong and I kid you not within five minutes, it was in pieces all over the floor. I don't know how he kept his teeth in his head. I really don't, but I'm like, (laughs) we could have given him a $10 bill and it would have lasted longer than that stupid, indestructible Kong man. And, uh, so anyway, I I just love Oscar's story. Yeah, that's a good story. Yeah, I couldn't take it back. It was it was in pieces. I was just going to scoop it into a you plastic bag. Walmart, you could have. Yeah, I guess. But I got it it's from some pet store, you know. And, and you, yeah, you just, I don't like pet stores. Well, go. I, I'm going to tell my children and grandchildren about that. <laughs> it is. I'm a, tell them about your story too. It's an epic story. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, for a kid, that's huge. You know, I used to have dreams where I would wake up with a penny in my hand and I, and I would yeah. and I would think that is huge. And then I would see that I had no penny and I'd be yeah. so upset. Oh, it's so terrible. Know, yep. the, and uh, out of your hand. Yeah. And so imagine a kid with a five dollar bill and then your dog eats it. That's, I mean, you can't get it back. It's uh, you, you could. You wanted to filter through some stuff, but it, yeah, it wouldn't be I, worth it. I mean, we've seen guys go through worse for, for losing, <laughs> losing tooth. false teeth. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> poop tooth. Oh, why? Yeah. So oh, anyway, this is why you need to go back. If, if you're a listener to the show and haven't done it yet, you need to go back and listen to every single episode and yeah, every single, yep. and we do suggest by the way, the people do it in all kinds of weird ways. There's there's folks that go backwards and they, they listen backwards. I don't understand that. We get um, younger that way, which is kind of nice, actually. Well, it's but you don't get the jokes in the right order is the thing. True. Yeah, you kind of like hear the joke that's inside joke and then you get, the, I don't know, it's kind of like hearing the origin story. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I guess. But so there's people that do it the wrong way. I'll just say it's uh-huh. it's officially the wrong way. Uh, and then there's folks that go backwards 
or they they go back to the beginning and listen from the beginning, which blows my mind that anybody would do that at all. Um, but then I heard of someone that emailed me the other day that said what they do is they listen to the most recent one and then go back and listen to an original and then they wait and they, then they listen to the next current one and then go back and listen to an original. And I'm like, that's going to take forever. It's like a flashback kind of. Yeah. So, so I guess they'll meet. No, they'll never meet in the middle because they're going they're, forwards both ends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's a slow way to do it. It's really, really weird. But some people do that, and that's okay. You know what? However you want to ingest the show, as long as you're downloading and enjoying, you know what? It's okay yeah. with me. There's no wrong way. No judgments here. Just uh, just enjoy it. Uh, let's do some weekly re- rewinding of the weekly. Okay. Rewinding. Just don't listen backwards, you know, like turn it backwards and listen like backward masking because there's no telling with, with me being on the show, what kind of messages (laughs) are being accidentally inserted into the show. You know, let's just go back to the eighties for a while when everybody was paranoid about the occult sneaking into your podcast there's just no right. telling what <laughs> what uh, what people are saying backwards. Edril Cecil really would have to focus on it too, because sometimes it, it doesn't sound exactly right until somebody interprets what it, they're, they're actually. Edril Cecil Siege. Edril Cecil Siege. Yes, that says something backwards. I'm not going to. Another one bites the dust. Says something backwards too. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, my weekly update is very simple and it happened, uh, very suddenly to me. I was at a restaurant and, and all of a sudden had a panic moment to where I thought I was in nothing but an undershirt. So it was, (laughs) it was just like at Subway that time. (laughs) <laughs> when I actually had gone to Subway and actually had forgotten to wear <laughs> a shirt on top of my undershirt, but we were in the middle of the restaurant, had been there for about a half an hour, and I just had a momentary panic. And the reason why is I had been laying down earlier before we had left for dinner, and I had gotten ready and everything, but I hadn't put my shirt on because I wanted to lay down for a little bit. I didn't want to wrinkle it or whatever. And then, so I'm sitting there thinking about that. And I told my wife I had taken a little nap and, and my brain just fast forwarded to this current moment. And I'm like, I never put a shirt on. And, and, um, (laughs) and, and I panicked and, and I was afraid to look down. I was afraid to move my head and look down (laughs) to see if I was wearing a colored shirt, but I was. And it's amazing to me though, how wearing two shirts feels a lot like wearing just one shirt when you're yeah. not sure <laughs> so sure yeah i got you and uh so that that was it man that was the moment it was just a full-fledged instant just a split hair of a second where i was absolutely adrenaline pumped panic <laughs> uh and and, the, and my wife's like i would have told you i'm sitting right here and you know the kids wouldn't have told you but she would have. yeah the kids would have kept it a secret <laughs> little Buttheads. That's what they're there for, man. Yeah. Do your kids ever bicker? 
Oh yes. Just just All pick at each other. Oh my gosh. It is it, we took them to dinner last night. We try to go out once a week because my wife works and cooks full time. And yeah. so we try to give her a break once a week at least. And uh, we took them out last night and they were in rare form. And it's just everything one of them said, the other one just had something that they had to say in something contrast. Contrary, right? Yeah. 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 Every time. And, What's wrong with him? And they each of, and then so I say bicker. I say it real loud just to point out that that's what they're doing because I don't even think they realize it. They just fall into it automatically. Yeah. And and then and then they each of them will have the gall to say it's not me, it's the other one. Oh right, right. He started it. Yeah, he started it. I I just say things and then they say things contrary and blah blah blah. And I'm like, it's both of you. It's both of you. And and I sat there and I thought, this is going to be the stuff my wife cries about when they move out of the house. <laughs> she is going to miss this, the noise, the constant bickering. And I'm going to have to roll my eyes, my old eyes, and look at her and say, <laughs> sweetie, you don't remember it, how it really was. That's what I was thinking yesterday. It's like, yeah. you'll, you're, you'll never remember how annoying and loud it was. You'll just remember that it happened and that it was, you know, evidence that we had children in the house. And, right. But she, she will. She, I guarantee you she will shed tears over this and I will be like, baby, you're crazy because <laughs> it was the most annoying thing in the world. But anyway, bickering. Oh, bickering. Just, just it's at each tone. other. They never hurt each other. They never hit each other. They never call each other names. They, they, mm. they're, they're good kids, but the bickering. Oh, my gosh. Bickering, the bicker. It's not fun. It's, not fun I, for me. It's the tone that they have with each other. I don't. It. It's not always even what they're saying. It's just how they're saying it. Yeah. Always the older one instigating the little one. Oh, he's, you know he's got to be right, and I'm the boss, and I can tell you what to do. And I'm like, you're not his dad, so stop. How many years between them? Five. Wow, that's a that's a gap. Yeah. It's almost five and a half, I guess. Wow. Because James wow. just turned 11 and, well, no, no. Yeah, four. So I could see um, the importance of him feeling like he has to be the boss, especially with, a, oh, yeah. with an age gap yeah. like that. Yeah, because, you know, and especially, you know, between 15 and 11, there's a big. Because mine only have so. three and, and they st mm. it's still that, but five. Yeah. It's something oh, else. Boy. Yeah. Well. If they don't stop, I'm going to knock their heads together. Yeah, I know. It's it's Probably. it's something else. It's I don't even know, and it it's just it's just annoying. <laughs> That's what it is, and my wife will miss it. That's all I know. Yeah, she, she will miss it. You know, we need to have like a song or something that we can play in the background that they're while they're bickering that can make it better, <laughs> right? Yeah, the Benny Hill theme song. <laughs> Just, that's that's not a bad idea. I might start do that. Playing that really loud as they're bickering. Yeah, you know that that REM song everybody hurts. Yes, yes. So John was complaining once. He was he's this was a few years back. He was just complaining about how just terrible life was and stuff. And so I started playing that song <laughs> in the background. <laughs> Danger in the night, and he had no idea. But Amy and I, we just had a great laugh out of that. He was complaining about how he couldn't play video games or something. Oh, like. first world problems. Yeah, 
Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I've got a perfect soundtrack for you, buddy. You just keep going there. I'm going to play this. <laughs> Everybody hurts sometimes. <laughs> that's, oh, that's awesome. But that's not my weekly update. You want to hear my weekly yes, update? Yes. Yes. Man, I was, I was in a moment where I was kind of reflecting on things in life and how, how, how I've gotten older and, uh, I'd like to say I matured a little bit. Yeah. And, and I was thinking about, all right. So I, I think about farts, you know, <laughs> I, okay. I know it's, I was shaped in my youth by, um, a family, my mom's side of the family uh. that not only did they do it, but they celebrated it. <laughs> So, like, if someone in the room did it, it was like there's always a cheer or a laugh or a comment, and it never was disparaging. So it was something that we just we did, yeah, and 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 still do. This is like an origin story. This this is kind of an origin. I guess it is. Yeah, this is why I laugh at them because you know I had a grandfather who made a sport out of it, and you know. <laughs> There were fingers being pulled and chairs blowing away and and uh, stuff like that. So it was always it was always that. And I I know that's a weird thing. I know that not every family is like that. And um, my wife especially is is one of those families. They 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 talk about it, you know. But it's I've I've never heard you know them do that. Right. And and you know my wife especially, she's like you know she's the only woman in the house, and so she's had to train us and teach us that look it's body functions are not necessarily funny to the ladies <laughs> and and um and nothing against because you know my mom's a woman and and she obviously uh would let it rip and and we would all laugh about it but i was thinking about how my upbringing and and breaking the wind so often made it into much of my life and I, I feel like I owe an apology <laughs> to, to all the girls and, and people, not just the girls, but the people in my life who who didn't grow up with the childhood that I did where, you know, body functions were laughed at and celebrated like a, a something ridiculous. So, you know, if 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 you know me, if you're a person and just happens to know me from my childhood, my past, and, and I broke wind in front of you and it made you feel uncomfortable, I just want you to know that I'm truly sorry. <laughs> so this is the result of your maturing. This well, is maybe. what you come to is, is that uh, <laughs> that's great. No, I, I think it's great that you're, had, you're, you're seeing this as a possible offensive thing. You know, you're looking outside yourself and you're seeing things from a third person perspective and you're realizing that maybe this thing that is so celebrated by your family is, is maybe a horrifying thing for others. I know that it's, it's been the the butt of many jokes here on the show, uh, but (laughs) um, (laughs) uh, it's true. I, I'm truly Truly sorry. Okay, so James, if I've ever offended you by no, letting no. one rip in our path. No. Um <laughs> I I I don't I, I remember you always finding them funny. I don't remember you ever farting at me or anything like that. <laughs> so because I'm gonna tell you right now, we wouldn't have hung out nearly yeah, as well. much as we did if if uh 
if you had been one of those, because there's a difference between thinking they're funny and then putting them on people. And, yeah, and that's, I feel like there's a line that I did draw at some point in my life. Yeah, yeah, because uh, because we get yeah. stories like that all the time where you know boys will fart on other boys or fart in their face or I mean that was even or Dutch a Dutch oven their wives. Yeah, in the yeah, of the night. and, and yeah. I I think that is terrible. I don't think it's that's funny. Kind of mean. Yeah, it's mean. It's 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 sick. It's kind of gross. <laughs> Because it's air that was in your butt cavity. <laughs> right? It was once in your butt, and then you, you want to put that in somebody else's nose. That's rude. Right, That's right. pretty gross. I mean, if God intended for that to happen, he would not have created that precursor sound. Yeah. It's a warning. It's a siren. Right. It is. It's a siren. It's exactly what it is. I've never thought about it like that, so... Anyways, that's that's my my weekly update, my my reflection of my youth, and uh, hopefully, uh, my apologies well, to. That's, that's big of there. you. It's big of you. Thanks. Um, I I don't want you to change though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll still laugh at them because you know they're still funny. I uh I I I was watching some. I, I watch TikTok. I it's embarrassing, but you know I I'm on TikTok. And uh, some this this girl uh, on her TikTok, she just let one rip right oh next to gosh. her boyfriend. And I think that might have been what sparked it, but I couldn't stop laughing at it because <laughs> it was so out of the ordinary. And um, like she, she embarrassed him by, you know, that's usually flipping the script. Yeah. So. Yeah. No joke. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, I still laugh at it. I can't. Yeah, I, I, we, I've told you how we are here at the house. It's, it's a secret, right. private thing. Yeah, it is. And if it happens, then it's like you don't even make eye contact with each other. And yeah, you, kinda, you pretend you like know, it didn't that? happen, and and it only though if I do it on accident, I get called out, Dad. Oh, okay, okay, Dad. So it's like shame, you know. Right. And and it's like, well, I, you know, if you only knew all the times that I did it, and you didn't know. You know, <laughs> you would be grateful, you right. know, but I get in trouble. I get scorned. Mm. So I'm sorry. Um, You'd be celebrated in my, my, well, <laughs> my mom's family. I'll never forget back in my uh, teenage years when your mom was our youth pastor, I was talking to her <laughs> Oh no! and, uh, and she takes a big step backwards okay. and, and I, and I'm, I'm just like, weird so i kind of just took a step forward too and <laughs> oh, no. we continued the conversation and i was talking i was doing most of the talking and she takes another step backwards and i'm like this is kind of rude you know what but i didn't know how to take how a hint so i i walked forward again and she before she takes the third step backwards she just says i'm trying to pass gas and i'm like oh <laughs> <laughs> oh Oh, I didn't know how to respond. I was embarrassed. <laughs> I was shocked. What do I do? I knew I didn't need to follow her anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Not too closely, at least. <laughs> yeah. Our conversation could wait. It could be had at a long distance. It was going to be fine. But, uh, yeah. It happens when your mom's a nurse and a youth pastor, right? That, that was the first time I experienced that uh, side of your family. And, uh mm. <laughs> she 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 had matured obviously to the point that you have just come to now where she knew yeah. 
though it was celebrated in some families in others and other people, it was offensive. And so she was trying to do the right thing. So hats off to her. I appreciate that more now than I did before. So <laughs> isn't that the way life goes? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. She was trying to be, uh, normal, you know, instead of weird. Yeah. <laughs> no. Right. All right. We got some listener email. Hey, James and John, in my experience, this is in reference to last week's episode, picking up dog droppings doesn't give you good luck. All, mm. all that happens is you get a warm, squishy turd in your hand, uh, oh, usually with flies swarming around it with only a plastic bag to protect you. I hope this helps your quest for knowledge relating to dog poop and good luck. Anthony Newman. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. I, I don't think there's any at all good luck associated with picking up a pile of poop. And if you don't know what yeah. we're talking about last week, I led with a, a dog poop bag that was printed with the phrase, uh, find a pile and pick it up and all good, all the day you'll have good luck. And, yep. um, I, I called bull crap on that dog crap on that actually, because, uh, <laughs> that's all it is. It's, it's not lucky to pick up dog crap. It's a good idea. It is neighborly. It is a wonderful thing that not enough people do. But um, I, I don't think it's like a daggum uh, fortune cookie, you no, know? definitely not. So Not the kind I'd want, at least. Um, another email from I'm Hungry. He says, hey, James, I just went through sort of kind of superpowered, and it's amazing. In case you don't know, I'll take this opportunity to pimp my book. Uh, I wrote a book a while back called Sort of Kind of Superpowered, and it's at sortofkindofsuperpowered.com. Or you can go to nlcast.com and click on sort of kind of superpowered. Or you can just look it up in iTunes or wherever you get podcasts at, sort of kind of superpowered. It's an audio book, and uh, it's a good story. He says, yeah. although I'm a 17-year-old dude, I found myself anticipating the next chapter over and over. And he's saying that, he's saying that because it was written for like middle school-aged people. So uh, he said, I stayed up till one on several occasions trying to get as far in the book as I could. The story honestly was very realistic. I liked how each of the characters actually had things to work through and the mistakes they made. The twist was not expected and the moral is amazing. Every person from kids to adults should need to hear it. Uh, very well done. And then, uh, then he goes into a story when I, I when I was staying up till one, I've, I decided to go to sleep and after falling asleep, I had a dream in it, I was in this huge office meeting room, like the one Mr. Incredible was in when he got jumped by the robot. And all of a sudden I had a feeling I could fly and my friends were all jealous. And I remember jumping three foot, <laughs> pushing off the wall and then soaring around the room over and over. This was after he listened to my, my book. He I said, love the dreams. I do. Yeah. The, my favorite one. The story itself wasn't that funny, but the idea that listening to your audiobook and podcasts are uh, can make you fly is a funny idea, in my opinion. So you could use my experience as an advertisement for people to check out your shows, <laughs> <laughs> or for the middle schoolers to believe and start listening to your stuff that it be, that it might be able to make them fly around. Thanks for all you do. That story show helped me out of some dark, dark times. Cheers. I'm hungry. Well, thank you for writing it. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Glad you liked the book. And uh, yeah, if you haven't heard it, 
uh, just type in sort of kind of superpowered and listen to sort of kind of superpowered. Yeah, sort of kind of superpowered. Listen to episode one and go from there. And uh, each each chapter is an episode, and I think there's thirteen uh, chapters, maybe eleven. I don't know. It's it's not a very long book, but it's it's a good read. So um, we got iTunes reviews. Hi, James and John. Ooh. I love this podcast, and my parents think this podcast is inoperative, but I listen. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> kind of scratched my head on that one. Uh, I know it doesn't mean what he thinks it means because we're mm-hmm. operative. Yeah, inoperative. I I, I couldn't even know. fathom what else he he must have meant. You know, in because parents, parents we need to ask them. Parents didn't say inoperative. They must have said stupid. Maybe yeah. unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but that was from GA boys four and then awesome. Oh. Best, best podcast of all time from Houston Texans. One, two, three. So we appreciate mm. your, uh, iTunes reviews. That segment was brought to you by my where you can get podcast reviews, not just from America, but from every country well, in the world. Me. Every, every, every country has their own iTunes store. And uh, if you're just checking reviews on your podcast, just in the USA store, you're not getting Canada, you're not getting the UK. My ca- mypodcastreviews.com can help you to get those. So here we go. Uh, it's time for this Quiznos, where we quiz what you know. I've got a quiz for you, John. It's called "Can You Crack These Riddles?" and uh, the answer is no, you can't. Because I really oh, are you good at riddles? Something I don't know. Maybe not. Well, let's try it because oh. the the twist on this is they're they're multiple choice. But I will if you if you would like what I will do is I will read the read the 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 um. I will read it, and then the riddle, I will pause afterwards and give you a chance to answer it. And then if you cannot, I will give you okay. multiple choice. Okay? Okay. And we'll see how you do. All right. Okay. Cool. I am a mother's child and a father's child, but no one's son. What am I? I am a mother's child and a father's child, but not a son. Your daughter. That is correct. Boom. Good job. Wow. Okay. Okay. Right. A one-seated fruit I may be, but all of your calendars are full of me. What am I? Uh, dates. Dates. That's correct. Look at you. Two for two. Oh. All right. Hey, maybe, I, I'm, maybe I'm good at something here, right? What has 12 point. faces and 42 eyes? 12 faces? And 42 eyes. Um, a clock? No. All right. I, uh, you ready for multiple choice? Yeah, I, man, I got two. I, yeah. I guess, uh, <laughs> a calendar, a deck of cards, a pair of dice, or a dozen frogs? A calendar, a deck of cards, and a deck of cards would be Wait a second. No, I can't do the math on that. It can't be that. What was the other one? A pair of dice or a dozen frogs. 
pair of dice or a dozen frogs? I'm going to say the dice. All right. You are correct, sir. They have 12 faces and 42 eyes. So. Yes. The, the little dots are the eyes. Yes. Then. Yes. Hmm. What flies when it's born, lies when it's alive, and runs when it's dead? Flies when it's born? Yes. Runs when it's alive? Lies when it's alive. Lies when it's alive. Runs when it's dead. Runs with it dead. Um, a rumor. Uh, no, let me give you some uh, multiple choices here. A grain of sand, an eaglet, a snowflake, or a fruit fly? Um... A snowflake. A snowflake. You are correct. Okay. Yeah, because it dies, you know, it runs when it's dead. It runs down the drain or whatever. It runs down the, yeah, hill. Yeah. That's cool. So. Where'd you get these from? These are cool, man. I got them from a quiz place, so. (laughs) (laughs) I have a head, but no body, and I do have a tail. What am I? A head. With no body, and you've got a tail. Um, lettuce <laughs> or cabbage? <laughs> Dang it! You, it's a stamp, a dog, a coin, or a secret. Oh, that's a coin. There Thank you go. Him. You are correct. Heads or tails? That's mm. right. All right, I start with M and end in X, and I have a never-ending amount of letters. What am I? A Memorex. Mm-hmm, there you go. Memorex. Memorex. <laughs> so, the, uh, so the only word you can think of that started with yeah. an M and an X? Okay. Yeah, I know, it doesn't even have anything to do with the words. It's probably like numerals or something. All right, here's your, here's your options. Mix... Matrix, multiplex, or mailbox? <laughs> mailbox. That's right. A never-ending amount, amount of letters. letters. Dun, dun, dun. that's smart. What begins but has no ending and is the ending of all that begins? What begins <laughs> but has no end and is the ending of all that begins? A circle. A circle. A rumor. (laughs) Here's your four (laughs) options. Birth, (laughs) life, death, or nativity. Uh, uh, Death? You are correct. Mm. Begins but has no ending. Yeah. Because once you're dead, you're dead. Right. What is the tree? What what is the tree that we all carry in our hand? Our palm tree. Yeah, <laughs> so that's weird. That's a weird one, but you got it. You got it. Yeah. How do you spell hard water with only three letters? How do you spell hard water with only three letters? Hard water with three letters. Yes. Um, 
I C E. There you go. You did it, man. You're good. You're good at this stuff. <laughs> David's father has three sons: Snap, Crackle, and um, David. <laughs> Snap, Crackle. I think that one's a dad joke that they converted into a uh, into a, a riddle. You were correct. It was David. So. <laughs> I almost said pop just because, you know. <laughs> right. Pop, pop, pop. I didn't know he I didn't know he had a brother named Dave. Oh, dang. Oh, you got ten out of ten. You only really? only three percent of the people taking this quiz got that high on, no on this. That is true. That's what it says right here. So <laughs> there you go. You win. <gasps> I'm in the top three percent. That's right. So there you go. Hard That's riddles, with, hard riddles with multiple choice answers. You got you got a good chunk of them by yourself though. That's pretty huge. I'm terrible at riddles, man. I can't yeah. think. I can't think at all. Can't think straight about them at all. There's mm. there's no way. This doesn't work for me. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Let's do what we do, though. Let's do some featured stories. Let me tell y'all a story. Well, listener stories anyway. Uh, This one's called Race to the Turd. Oh, boy. Yeah, I didn't write it. It just, uh, you know, we we read what comes in. This is from Nicole. She says, Dear James and John, my family and I recently started listening to your podcast. We're five episodes in, and we are now pondering reverse listening or starting from the beginning. What do you suggest? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm glad you asked. We suggest starting from the beginning. At least, yeah, I, at least I, I, I do. I'll second that because, you know, you never pick up a TV show and say like on Netflix, oh, I think I'm going to watch the last episode and watch them in reverse. Yeah, order. exactly. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Can you imagine how sad the office would be if you did that? Yeah, it would be weird. It'd just be weird. But anyhow, I'm jumping into the experience by sharing a story today. This is called potty training. No, it's not. It's called race to the turd. <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I renamed it several years ago. Several years ago, when our youngest child was two and a half and in the midst of potty training, we hosted my aunt and uncle for a visit during a road trip they were taking out west. My husband and I had moved from the Midwest to the Southwest several years earlier and had not seen them since the move. We Mm -hmm. eagerly anticipated their arrival to catch up, reminisce, and for them to meet our two young children. When the day finally arrived, there was much excitement and lots of joyous welcoming 
We enthusiastically ushered them into our home and brought them into the back porch for tea, snacks, and a sit down after their long car ride. All of us took a comfortable seat and my aunt and uncle were appreciating the lovely view and the spacious back lawn. Just as they were complimenting our beautiful outdoor space, our potty training toddler son began frolicking in the yard. Everyone giggled and noted just how darn cute he was. That's right. Just as those words left the mouth of my aunt and uncle, our son dropped his pants. (laughs) I was expecting a naked romp through the yard as it was not uncommon for our son to consider clothing as optional when he was this age. So while I was not impressed that he chose this time to shed clothing, I was not entirely shocked. So (laughs) I stood up to round him up and return him to a clothed state when I witnessed him in seeming slow motion crouch into the pooping position. (laughs) The next events happened with such rapid fire that there is no changing the course. Panic rose in my chest. I needed to keep calm as I did not want to make a scene Maybe he was just going to sit down in the grass. As I walked towards him, I realized, no, he was not sitting down. He was crouching for the express purpose of pooping on the lawn. (laughs) The dog does it. Why not? I picked up speed, realizing that I was too late to stop the bowel movement in progress. Luckily, I could hear my aunt, uncle, and parents gregariously (laughs) laughing behind me while saying that they didn't miss having a toddler. Uh, of course I was, not. I was terribly embarrassed, but I was thankful for the good humor of the guests until out of the corner of my eye, I noticed the dog running full speed toward oh the God. freshly planted pile. Oh, oh my God. God. I thought the dog is faster than me and closer to the target. So we both raced to the spot. The dog easily beating me. <laughs> Meanwhile, the tar- toddler is back at his frolicking in seconds. The entire pile had no, been completely consumed. <laughs> dogs are t- dogs are terrible. They're dumb. Why? They're horrible. Ooh, it was, this has been processed already. It was then that I noticed the silence. I turned around slowly to glance at the audience to be met with expressions of horror and shock. The line had been crossed. Mm. It was in this moment that I vividly comprehended the delicate line between poop happens and complete another poop disgust. <laughs> Despite the traumatic events of the hour of the hour of the visit, we had a lovely time together, and they have since come back for future visits. Although this event has not been once mentioned, okay. <laughs> Even if this doesn't make it on the show, my husband and I laughed till our stomachs hurt while retelling this. Thank you for inspiring a hilarious revisiting of this event. Take care, Nicole. <laughs> Man, on the bright side of that, I mean, nobody had to step in it. Uh, mm. uh, wah, wah. Uh, gosh, man, it's so gross. Dogs are so that. nasty. They're just, ah. they just, we let them in our life, and they they trick us into thinking they're they're human like, and we let it, we take them to um, dog parks and let them off the leash and let them frolic and play, and then every now and then they do something that reminds us that they're just animals. Yep. They're just stupid animals. And they lick people's face. Yes. They do that. People let them lick their face. That's the <laughs> thing. <laughs> Dogs are all capable of it, but it has. To, it takes two, okay? It takes a willing participant to let a dog lick you in the face. 
and people mm. just do it. They're like, oh, their mouth's so clean. Ah! Ah! No. no. Their, their mouths are cleaner than human mouths. That's Listen, not true. I have never that. eaten a piece of poop in my life. Ever. Ah. Ugh. That's. So anyway. <laughs> I, I, maybe the dog was like, "Oh, I don't have one of those good luck bags." So, but there's a pile. <laughs> I want good I luck have... all day. <laughs> I'll just skip the bag. They're gonna keep them outside for the rest of the night. Gosh, I can't believe the dog eyeballed it and targeted it from across the the yard. And the, that is, yeah, both and of he them ran to it. Both of them running to it to try to to get there. I uh uh. And you know it was a big dog. It wasn't a little dog. Little dogs don't do crap like that. They they eat their own crap, but they they ain't gonna go after mm. humans. But anyway, that's enough. Big dog it's, scarfed it up. That's good. It's, yeah. an, it's enough. We'll we'll move on with the show yeah, now. Speaking of crap, I got a story called Holy Crap. Yeah, it's not as bad. It's not no. as bad, but it has to do with crap still. I've I pre read it. This comes to us from Mel and Canberra, Australia. Awesome. Man, I, I've got this urge to read this with an Australian accent, but I'm not going to because I will be embarrassed. <laughs> so she says, or yes, this is she. She says, hi, my husband introduced me to your podcast on a recent road trip to the beach, and we've been listening together in the car ever since. Yay. So thank you, uh, Mel's husband, for introducing, and uh, thank you for in- listening to the show. I thought I'd share a story from Down Under. Down hey, Under. Geez, I'm trying to say Dan Under. <laughs> uh, here goes Dan Under. <laughs> I'm channeling my inner crocodile Dundee, yeah? Yeah. So here goes. And I won't do that again. Sorry. Um, on my second date with my now husband, we went to lunch after uni. Uh, I had to look that up. Yeah. Um, uni yeah. Is, is university. Australian. Yep. University. Okay. Did you know that? It's a college. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. figured. Oh. Because they like to shorten everything. Yeah, that's right. Uni, Barbie, instead of saying barbecue. Right. Barbie. They like to make nicknames for everything. Shrimp. Okay. I don't know what that is. Um, so after lunch. They uh, call them prawns, went, by the way. Prawns. Prawns? Yeah. No. Yeah, way. they do. Yeah. Okay. Cool beans. Um, well, I wonder if that's what they had for lunch. Maybe they did. Anyways. As we were close uh, to a shopping center, my husband uh, asked if we could go to the store, the shoe store, before he walked me home. Not thinking anything of it, I agreed. On arriving at the store, I experienced the quickest shoe purchase ever. My husband went in, found the exact same pair of Converse that he was wearing, and went to the counter before I could even suggest something nicer to try on. We left the store in under 10 minutes and were (laughs) back to walking to my home. And, and that's that's the way dudes are, right? Yeah. You know what you need. You even know what the size. You don't even have to try it on. Yeah, these were great it. shoes the first time. They'll be great shoes the second time. I've done that. Heck yeah. yeah. In fact, I'm wearing a pair of shoes that I'm actually looking for the replacement of. And mm. I know exactly that they're going to be replaced by the same exact shoe. So call me old or whatever. I don't know. I don't care. Anywho, um, on arriving at my gate, I stepped in dog poo. Mm-hmm. It was the most embarrassing thing to do on a second date. Red in the face, I was hoping my now husband would give me some sort of sympathy or at least find a stick to help me get it off my shoe because it was really stinky. No such luck. He looked at me straight in the eyes and said, I'm glad it wasn't me. (laughs) (laughs) So rude. 
I'm glad it wasn't me. I was furious. He wasn't even wearing his new shoes. Seriously doubting his future dating potential, I insisted he tell me why, and he refused. At this point, I was livid. Until seeing my, my angst, he lifted up both feet to reveal mighty big holes on each sole. Well, at least he was being honest. Hope this makes it on the show. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> that comes to us from Mel. And uh, is that Canberra? Canberra, Canberra. yeah. Sounds like a great place to visit, eh? Yeah, and he was just being honest. He wasn't being he rude. Was, just, I mean, I'm glad it wasn't me. He should have helped her with the shoes. I yeah, mean, yeah. Seriously, stinky dog poo. Not a good idea for a second date thing. You you need to be no. overly conscious of things like that. So I'm glad it worked like, out. Apparently it did. Yes, so. it did. Because he's the husband. So congrats on that too, by the way. Yeah. This is called Slick Sisters, and uh, it's, it comes to us from Emmy. Hey, James and John, I came across your podcast through Google. I'm a stay-at-home mother cool. of two, and I am always so busy. I felt like I never had any time for myself, so I decided to make some time and try out some podcasts, and I wanted something clean that was funny, and I found it, and I love it. Oh, well, who'd she get? Uh, oh, I, she's talking about us. Yeah. Awesome. We win. Yay! Yay! At first, my husband made fun of me and said, oh, no, you're one of those people who listen to podcasts on full blast. Why? Mm. But he kept hearing snippets here and there, and I got him hooked. Yeah! We went cool. again. So I've, I've heard the most recent three or four, and then I started to listen to them backwards, but then I heard y'all say that that wasn't the correct way to do it. <laughs> Yay, we win again! <laughs> oh, man, this is story ever <laughs> so i started listening on number one and i'm now working my way up and can i just say wow 13 years and running y'all are mm. amazing well we win a fifth time this is oh man the best uh e email ever so i was about 15 when this story took place old enough to know better i'm uh seven to nine and i'm seven and nine years older than my sisters so this puts them at eight and six I contemplated mm. calling one of them Lucy here, and we would have been fine with that. <laughs> yeah. It's what we do. Uh, we live in Northwest Arkansas, and if you've ever been there, you'll know it gets cold, but not long enough to ice skate in a pond or anything. So I mm. cooked up this brilliant idea to make our own skating rink. Again, I was 15 mm. and way old enough to know better. But my mom and dad were both at work, and I was in charge, so... We moved all of the sister's furniture out of her room and into the hallway. Mm. That's the bad. That's a bad start to any plan. <laughs> the skating rink. Yeah. Are they going to like freeze some water on the floor or something? A, What's the plan? No easy feat, but we managed and the hallway was narrow. So we had to climb over the furniture to get into the room. The room had laminate flooring. Oh, no. So we got in and stripped our socks off, and we proceeded to dump the entire bottle of Johnson's baby lotion onto the floor. Oh, no. And, and we ice skated. And boy, oh. boy, was it slick. <laughs> I was 15, and I way should have known better. <laughs> I way should have known better. <laughs> we were having a grand time, and in walks our mom. She was mm. home early from work. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I 
What in the hockey sticks is going on in here? <laughs> hockey sticks? Yeah. We're just ice skating, Mom. <laughs> she was so dumbfounded, she had no words. I mean, how, what would you do? I don't know. I mean, we have a laminate floor in my house. I was thinking the kids would run around with the socks, but no, they took their socks off and put baby lotion on them. Uh, we knew she was I don't mad. Know what I do. Finally, she spoke my full name in a tone oh. I knew too well. Because <laughs> you're 15 and you should have known better. Oh, should have known so much better. We promptly explained ourselves. Thankfully, <laughs> we didn't get into too much trouble, but we definitely had to clean it up then and there. I'm pretty yeah. sure this stunt we pulled gave my mom a few gray hairs. When we, <laughs> when we mention it even now, she still groans and face palms. This is mm. just for the bell, by the way. She says, I hope this makes it on the show. Thanks, <laughs> Emmy. <laughs> Very creative idea, though. Uh, you know? And just way old enough to know better. Way old enough. 15. 15. I, I would have done something like that at 15 and probably known better, but holy cow. I, I don't, that's like, I don't know, Home Alone kind of stuff, right? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you see Macaulay Culkin doing that. Like trying to trap but he would have had it all cleaned up before mom got back. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, I it, that would have been fun. It would have been fun, but I would have been, personally, at that age, I would have been so terrified of my parents finding out that I oh, never would have. It would have been a thought that crossed my mind because I was fairly creative as a child, but yeah. I would immediately have shut it down out of just the raw fear. No, of, I know what you would have done. You would have gone to your friend's house and <laughs> said, you know what it would be really fun to do? And then you would have talked them into doing it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I might and you would have left in time. I would have I would have been so scared of getting in trouble. Oh my goodness. Yes. I would have been whooped for sure. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Just moving all the furniture in the hallway would have got that to happen. Uh, Floor was clean and it smelled good. (laughs) Moisturizing our feet, Mom. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I got a story from Colleen Harrington. It's called Jaws. I never saw that movie until I was like a teenager. Yeah, me neither. Uh, I wasn't allowed to watch movies until I was grown, so... Right, true. I was not allowed to watch rated R movies, which I think Jaws is, right? Uh, probably. I don't know. Anyway, I, and you know what? My mom probably still doesn't know that I watched it. So. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> don't tell. All right. Uh, Colleen says, you may regret I ever heard your podcast. <laughs> I, that's a great way to start. <laughs> I discovered it. You may eventually hate me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably going to want to rename your show and change things. Um. She says, I discovered it less than a week ago, and I'm already sending you my second story. My motto is, if you can't find the funny in life, why bother? There you go. Anyway, here's my story, she says. It was summer, 1984. I was was, uh, nine years old that year. Uh, I was (laughs) born in 73, so I was 11. Oh, yes, that's right. Uh, My boyfriend... I lived in an apartment complex which had a community swimming pool. He, myself, and his eight-year-old son, Craig, were enjoying an afternoon swim. He kept diving under the water and grabbing our legs. All afternoon, we were the only ones in the pool. 
So that's why he kept doing it. Yeah. Craig and I had an inflatable raft that we were playing on. And my boyfriend dove underwater with the intent of grabbing another innocent leg. But at the same time, a lady in a blue swimsuit, which was the same color of mine, consequently, she slipped into the pool. Oh, boy. I immediately grabbed Craig, and he and I hopped onto the raft. I told him, watch your dad. He's going to grab that lady <laughs> instead of me. <laughs> That's great. He's going to grab him instead of me. Fair enough. He swam right under us, right up to the other woman. And suddenly, she jerked around with a shocked look on her face. My boyfriend surfaced and sees that he has the wrong person and bursts into apologizing. <laughs> the woman immediately climbs out of the pool, gathers her stuff and leaves. Wow. <laughs> like, I'm not swimming in this pool with That's this That's a bit of an overreaction, man. I would say. I, I think so. I mean, you know, come on. But my boyfriend makes his way to me and his son, and we are laughing hysterically. <laughs> his face had the look of pure mortification. Between bouts of laughter, I said, grab the wrong leg, didn't you? And he hung his head and replied, no, I bit her. <laughs> maybe, maybe it wasn't such an overreaction. <laughs> She says, we've been married 35 years. <laughs> Congrats on that. Uh, I wonder what happened with the bit left. It's the worst thing ever. <laughs> Back oh, in the 80s, you could God. kind of get away with that. Nowadays, the police would have been called. Yes, and- yes, he bit me. <laughs> it's assault. Oh. <laughs> what would Karen have done? Oh, I need to talk to your manager <laughs> right now. Oh, I don't know, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. He'd been playing around all day. He just figured he would step it up. See, that's something I would do. I would, I would, I would step it up a notch. <laughs> step it up, and and then get busted and and totally bite the wrong lady's leg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's a blue swimsuit over there. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. Oh man. Oh. <laughs> All right, this is called Roach Run. It's from Pyro the Insect Eradicator. So that's mm. a good name for a, a roach uh, and, a, and, a, and a precursor to what we're talking about here. My, mm. my story takes place in a small apartment in the late evening. My mother was sitting in the living room, and my sibling and I were playing a game in my brother's room. We were happily competing for victory when suddenly a scream echoed down the hall, instantly alarming everyone in the room. My siblings and I sprinted to its source and found my mother, legs tucked into the couch, staring wide-eyed at the coffee table. There, sitting nonchalantly on a book, was a cockroach. It quickly realized that it had been spotted and made a break for it. Everyone else being horrified by the scuttling invader, I was left. it was left to me to cut short its escaped attempt. That's true, because you can't let them go, man. You got to get them. I grabbed the book, much to my mother's later disgust, and I chased the bug across the carpet. And just before it could slip under the molding, the volume fell upon the creature with a wet, squishy crunch. (laughs) I lifted the book, and as I watched, protruding from the now inside-out insect's body, its spiny legs were still trying to get away. It's true, because they don't know. (laughs) No. They got it. Parts have their own mind. Keep running. While I cleaned and sterilized the novel, my mother related to me how the bug had gotten onto the coffee table. 
Apparently, it had been scurrying around in the ceiling, had mm. decided to wriggle through a small hole adjacent to the ceiling fan. It had apparently lost its footing and fell into the blades, getting oh. whacked toward my mother and landing on the table, stunned and temporarily immobile. Ah, could you imagine? That's yeah, that, that would be a frightening thing to see. Amy, my wife, would have screamed. I would have screamed. I, I don't <laughs> like wriggly, scritchy things, man. I don't like Getting snakes and bugs and flying through the air. Oh, well, I must go and turn into a bat and fly away. Goodbye, uh, Pyro, the insect eradicator. So thank you. Good job, Pyro. You have helped rid this world of yet one more disgusting roach. Oh, man. Good job. Don't like bugs, dude. Oh. I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan. I've got some in the barn. I got this kind of like a barn outside mm -hmm. and, uh, it's it's old and it needs a new roof and there's bugs in there and Johnny my oldest he's been going in there uh, and he said he came in the other day he said hey dad I found out that you can obliterate <laughs> you can obliterate a roach without a BB uh, in your BB gun I was like what are you doing he said well you just pump it up with air and then shoot it really close. oh man <laughs> <laughs> blows it up so okay just the Good job. the the gas is exploding from the yeah, there's enough pressure coming out of the... It's a BB gun barrel. fart, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess if the BB is a a, a, a turd, then <laughs> you don't need it. It's just the fart. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm. Speaking of farts, I got another story from someone named James. Oh, it's boy. That's not you, is it? That's not no. me. I don't send stories in. Sorry. Okay. I don't either. Not anymore. Uh, you didn't read them. No, it says, look before you drink. <laughs> Is that true? Hey, no, no, I've never done that. Okay. I used to, long time ago before I, I think I might've been a, a new, new on the show. I would, I would call in stories with right. my fake voices, but I don't think you played those either. So. Oh man, I'm terrible. Well, you made no. it on the show. So, you know, I did. I did. Uh, James says, Hey, John and that other guy. Oh, Here's a gross one. You know, if you share the same name, it's kind of awkward and weird to say it. You know, it's just, he says it's, it's a like, gross one. He he, yeah. he doesn't know the bar is set pretty high this show. By the yeah, way. we've had two turds already. So yeah. Well, hey John and that other guy. Here's a gross one. So I used to drive semi trucks cross country for a moving company. I would be out on the road for up to a month at a time. So I always brought my large German Shepherd Zeus along with me to keep me company. Every evening, I would find a truck stop to park and sleep at. One summer in uh, some state that gets unbearably hot and humid, somewhere crazy like Georgia. Mm. Yeah, you know how it gets. I uh, pulled into a truck stop late and had to take the furthest spot from the actual truck stop building. Now, some truck stops parking lots are very large with room enough for over 300 trucks. FYI, the more you know, um, I had just got done driving for 11 hours and I was exhausted. And since I had spent the whole day with the engine running, the only thing I wanted was silence. So I rolled down the windows and decided to just deal with the heat. I crawled uh, back into the back and had only been asleep for maybe an hour when Zeus nudged me awake and was whining. I looked down and could just make out in the dark that his water bowl was empty. Groggily, I reached around in, in the dark, trying to find a bottle of water to pour into the bowl. My hand found a bottle, and I poured it into the bowl. 
Then I tried to fall back asleep. Zeus started drinking, but I sensed something was wrong. <laughs> now is when I will let you in on a little truck driver secret. <laughs> mm, I don't like this secret. Sometimes when you pull into a truck stop and, and you get the furthest away spot, you're too lazy to walk all the way to the bathroom oh, if you just need to take a leak. So refilling a water bottle quote oh. unquote, just has to do. So I shouted, Zeus, stop. Ah! I flipped on the light and to my horror, Zeus had already ah! drank most of the content <laughs> of one of my refilled water <laughs> bottles. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, Does it remind you of that scene from Dumb and Dumber? Oh uh, no, <laughs> I, I don't remember that movie. Okay, don't. Gosh. Anyway, poor Zeus. I had poured him fresh. I went ahead and poured him some fresh water and brushed uh, his teeth extra well that oh, night. Oh my Just goodness! Moral of the story: Look before you drink. Oh, poor dog. Dogs are so dumb. They're so gross. <laughs> Continue to drink it. Uh, this water's weird. Uh, this water tastes weird. I don't understand. This is strange. Such a you gift know, from my master. Such a Jay, wonderful gift. When I when I was early, when I had just graduated college, I needed you know a little extra income, so I did like landscape work with a guy that I went to church with, and um, he would take us, and we we had to clean truck stops occasionally. We had to cut the grass at this truck stop. And, and there were so many of those reused water bottles all over the place. Mm -hmm. We started calling them trucker bombs. And I don't know if that's a widely used term or I not. Think but I've heard it. That's yeah. what you call a, a reused water bottle is a trucker bomb. Yeah. Because they don't, they don't put them, you know, they don't pour out the contents somewhere where it should be poured out. They just leave them in the parking lot and in the grass. and. Ugh. I'm sure James didn't do that. No, I'm sure he didn't. He fed his to his dog. Yeah. <laughs> he gave him to Zeus. Gosh. Oh, Drink up, buddy. I love you. <laughs> Here's uh, a nice turd for you to eat, too. Gosh, dogs are so terrible. I want to tell you. <laughs> There's no love Look lost here. Face. Uh, mm. This one's called Honesty is the Best Policy. And uh, it's our last story. James Wyman sent this one in. Hey, James and John, I just listened to the, la la the latest episode, and it okay. reminded me about a story I heard from my aunt. My aunt and uncle have two kids, and for them, that was enough. So my uncle yeah. was going to go to the hospital for a vasectomy. Yeah, I did that. Mm -hmm. Their youngest son, Jenny, Johnny, was very concerned that they were taking his dad to the hospital. And uh, they asked him why. And and this means two things. One, his son is very sweet. And two, they waited too long for the vasectomy because <laughs> their, their youngest should have been uh, barely out of the hospital. Like, because <laughs> yeah. you risked having a third. I'm just telling you. Uh, the thing about my aunt and uncle is that they are very open and honest. Even though Johnny was maybe five years old at that time, he already knew how babies were made and, oh. and what the act of making them was called. So, oh. so they were very honest with him and told him that daddy was going to have a surgery that made it so they would not have any more kids. So hmm. the weekend after the surgery, they all went to church and it came time for the children's story. So, oh, no. so all the kids came to the front to sit on stage and listen to a nice Bible story. And at the end of the story, the speaker asked if any of the kids had any prayer requests and Johnny raised his little hand and 
and was passed the microphone. <gasps> Donna. Oh, no. Oh, no. Donna. <laughs> <laughs> he then said in front of the entire church, please pray for my mommy and daddy because my daddy can't do his husbandly duties anymore. <laughs> Except he didn't say his husbandly duties. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> a few people around gasped, but the majority of the church did a very poor job at stifling their laughter. <laughs> my aunt and uncle turned beet red. I think the funniest part of the story was that my aunt said multiple women in the church came up to her afterwards and said, oh, I'm so sorry. Not for the embarrassment that she must have been feeling, but they said it as if they were at a funeral, like saying, I'm sorry for your loss. <laughs> So sorry. You just can't take out the trash. That's all. Well, that's all we were talking about. So if you're <laughs> going to teach your children about private things, maybe also teach them about privacy too. That's, <laughs> that's the GOK of the day right there. If you're going to teach your children about private things, teach mm. them about privacy. Hope you get a laugh out of this, James. <laughs> James Wyman. And that, my friends, is our show. Oh, boy. Oh. We love stories. Do you have a funny life story? Have you ever had a dog eat five bucks? Have you ever raced your dog to a turd? Have, has your date ever been thankful that you stepped in crap but not him? Have you ever been? Have you ever turned a bedroom into an ice rink or tricked your boyfriend into biting a lady on accident? Have you saved your mom from a dive bombing cockroach or served your dog human urine to drink? Have you ever had your son tell everyone at church that your husband doesn't work like he should anymore? Whatever your story is, send your stories, email or audio to that story show at gmail.com. And if we used your story today, we owe you a sticker. So email us your address. That's storyshow.com is the website. Review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. And thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Janusz Trispek, and Carrie Wright. Join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed, and don't pull all the furniture out of your sister's bedroom. <laughs> Just think, hey, this belongs on That Story Show. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, John. Thanks, James. Woohoo! <laughs> oh, now i got to go wash my brain. <laughs> I feel like I need to go race that dog outside. Dogs but- eating poop and pee, man. That's the best episode ever mm. probably not uh. <laughs> sick of being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 dollars more you'll reach sweat platinum at Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.